0: Disc golf content creation is harder than you think it is today. We've got two of the most up-and-coming minds in the Wichita disc golf content creation space they're making sure that you have access to tournament coverage and sharing a new scene with the rest of the community today we are going to be talking to disc and deals coverage and they're just two disc golfers who in 2021 Lucas deal and his wife Kendra decided that it were time to get more into disc golf and they wanted to explore deeper into their passion and their goal with their coverage changed Disc and Deals coverage is to showcase the improved local disc golf content. Their goal is to continue to film in Kansas and the surrounding states while growing their subscriber pool. They love the game of disc golf and their relationship grew from the sport when they first met in 2013. By 2016, they had joined the PDGA and started competing, which led to the involvement of the local disc golf community. Kendra is responsible for filming and Lucas does the video editing. How does this team create such amazing content we are going to learn about all that and more but the best part of this channel has been that ultimately the time that they have spent together and doing it what they love has allowed them to become closer together in their relationship and continue to build such an amazing scene here in Wichita Kansas I am super honored to be joined tonight by Lucas and Kendra how are we doing tonight guys
1: yeah doing so good great. man thanks for having us we're we're so excited yeah
0: you guys have been putting out amazing content over on your youtube channel where uh, can people go before we kind of dig deeper in where can people find what you guys are producing?
1: yeah you can you can look up disk and deals coverage you can go to youtube.com slash at Diskin and deals and you'll see us and we have a lot of content we put out this year so we've been
0: You know we've been grinding yeah and I really want to use this space and this time to explore the grind that you guys have been on and I'm going to be asking a lot of these questions from the perspective of someone who has not watched every single video just so we can continue we can open up some of those layers for those who have watched it they're gonna learn new things and those who have not watched it they're gonna be able to understand exactly what you guys are doing so kind of before we get going with everything can you kind of describe what exactly your channel is is, and what's the purpose that it serves.
1: Yeah, really, the start of the channel was completely different than where it is now. Um, When we first started, it was really for you, right?
2: Yeah, I think I had just really gotten into competing, um, and I wanted more of a social media presence, so I don't know whose idea it was. We created the channel, I started posting a few videos, and then... Didn't really do much with it. <laughs> Just let it sit, get some views. But that's where it started.
1: Yeah, because in 2021, that's when we started it. We filmed eight videos in 2021. Four of them were... One of was her in the bag. Three was her putting. Her doing some field work. And then we shortly realized, after I tried to record some of her tournaments, there's a couple things we realized.
2: Um... I'm, I think it was very nerve wracking for me. So I didn't seem to perform well on camera. Uh, so we decided to switch it up and I filmed him and he obviously loves the attention. So it kind of worked out. I do, I do out. like attention. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: But that's not the only reason.
2: Well, he's not the greatest at filming. Fair. So just <laughs> I'm be terrible. Honest. I'm, I'm so be bad. He's great at everything else, but I, I actually really enjoyed filming. So
1: we just stuck with Yeah.
0: Him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so i can't follow a disc to save my life i'm like straight <laughs> boomer with the camera you know so yeah it does not go well but yeah so that's that's how our first year went and she started doing some of my tournaments we put little things together it wasn't anything over the top and then um we let it sit in 2022 we did four videos total and now this year like we really wanted to start focusing on the channel. We've made 48 videos this year and all of these are at least 15 to 30 to even further than that. Yeah. Yeah. At least 15 minutes. And I have 20 more that are going to come out by the end of the year. Um, I have like a, uh, a little schedule made. So we grinded this year. Yeah. So
0: what flipped the switch then? What made you want to go from, ah, this is just something that's kind of fun to upload every now and then to, no, I'm, I'm going all in on this.
1: Um, I don't know. I think, You can see the evolution of disc golf content um, everywhere, you know, so it more people are doing it. It seems more sustainable. And I'm like, okay, I want to start dipping my toes in it. I'm like, I'm not going to know if this is going to be successful unless I actually like go for it, you know. So we went for it and we had a ton of goals this year to. To really try to up our subscriber count, to just put out content. I figure my my main thought was, hey, let's get as much content as we can out there, like decent content. And then when someone when someone finds us, we have a library of content. Then, hey, maybe they're going to stay around. You know what I mean? So that was that was the biggest thing is like just build up a library of content and don't worry about how many people watch it. Just have some things already there
2: yeah and i feel like we also talked to a few people about it about the ideas like just throwing ideas around with people we knew in the community and everyone seemed to really like it um so i think having that support also just motivated us to really do all the things we did this year um so yeah i i think That helps a lot. Yeah,
0: I think having that support and that kind of backing from your town makes things a lot easier. And it also just when we talk about algorithms and different things you kind of have to game in order to get views, subscribers, XYZ then it's really nice when you have supporters locally who will, when your video drops, will go watch it. They'll give it a like. Like a lot of people don't realize how important a like is on your video, on your TikTok, on your Instagram. Oh my gosh. If you're not in the content space, you really don't understand how important that is, which is why you always see uh, creators asking for those things because it's not so much... For me, I don't necessarily care the number of likes it's more, it has to be in a certain time frame, or the video is not going to have time to take off. Um, And and so has that kind of impacted the way you post, what you post when you post?
1: Yeah. And, uh, and honestly, I'm still figuring all of that out, right? It's still like, uh, I'm still trying to post things at different times on different days. And I'm like, what is getting the most traction? And I don't know. It's, 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 it's a tough world to be in if you want immediate gratification. Yeah. Um, you have to know if you're getting into this, like you have to do it because you like it. And if something awesome comes from it later, great. But if yeah. you're in it just to like make some money, it's going to be a long time coming before that happens. I mean, some people do extremely well very quickly, but those are, you know. The rare gems that doesn't happen for the, the majority.
0: Yeah, and I mean that's a really good shout for anyone listening who is wanting to get into the disc golf content creation space. I mean, f- just for podcast, if you if you're getting a hundred downloads a month, you're in the top ten percent of podcast worldwide. I mean, ninety percent of podcasts get less than ninety downloads a month youtube videos i don't think it's quite that low i think maybe they're talking more in about a thousand ish um but like the amount of videos that receive less than 10 views on youtube i'm pretty sure is upwards of like 80 percent like it is such a long haul and you're right you have to have that passion that allows you to kind of continue onwards with that. And so have you found that your passion has grown stronger through this, or have you found any burnout times trying to grind out any of this kind of, how has that affected you guys mentally?
2: Yeah, I'll start. Yeah. Um, it's been a long year. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think it was a huge learning curve for us. And that was probably the most difficult part uh, along the way. We just kind of learned to enjoy ourselves and, um, have some fun with it. Uh, so
1: yeah. Yeah, it's kinda I mean, it's kind of a roller coaster, right? So yeah. you have your highs and your lows and, and just some weekends you're like, Man, another week into doing something. You <laughs> know, it's just um and it it's probably feels like, you know, some of those disc golfers that are on tour, mm-hmm. you know, that they when they have those tournaments that are back to back to back, like it's just a lot. And um so there, there were some times that are just like, man, I, I don't know if I really want to get out and do that. Um, but I think you that we always found the silver lining is the main reason we started this, which was we just love disc golf and we love each other. And I mean, we started playing the game together. Um, that's our relationship grew with disc golf. So there's like um, some really nice synergy with the two of the things. So anytime it's like a little bit too much, we're just I'm just like. I just look, I mean, look at her. I mean, it's just easy to, um, find love for, for all of it when you have her beside your side. Right.
2: Man, that's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. (laughs) But it's, it's true. Yeah. I mean, that's, we, we really did grow with disc golf, um, our first year. I mean, many of our first dates were out on the disc golf course together. So that's, it is very special to us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. There's a lot of nostalgia attached to it. Yeah. So, but, um, But definitely some ups and downs this year and um, just some burnout. I would say for me personally, I mean, she's, I mean, you can speak to this. She's not the most social person. um, So it's really not, she likes to hide behind the camera. So it's perfect for her. But just being around that many people is not the most um, exciting time for her. So it is something she struggles with a little bit.
2: Yeah, I think, and you know, We've, we've been together for 10 years playing very casual disc golf, competing on occasion. So for me to be around so many people on such a regular basis, it was tough for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> um, there were times when I was like, oh, good, we're done filming. I'll be in the car. Um, <laughs> and like, I, I it's weird because I love our disc golf community. I love all the people. I always try to say hi to everyone, but... Yeah, I think definitely for me that was the hardest yeah. part. Yeah. I
1: mean, you can't you can't fake being a social person if you're not a social person. But that's that's where I feel like we have a great
2: dynamic because he's very talkative, very social, so he just he covers that area <laughs> and I do what I do and like everyone's happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, clearly it looks as though it's working and you're able to get the community engaged, which I think is really important. And, you know, some of the videos that you guys have put out, you know, just covering the actual tournaments in town I think is really big for kind of building that block of having the local support because people want to see that. And it also then makes it more important when you sign up, oh, hey, maybe I could be on this or, you know, X, Y, or Z, the skins match, those kinds of things I think are all really good. So when yeah. you look on a, a what I'm going to call for you guys a successful 2023 what can you do in 2024 to be sitting here again a year from now and be like, yes, we had a successful 2024.
1: Yeah. So this year, our, our main focus. So I want to talk, I guess, what we, what we accomplished this year so that you can understand where we're going next year. But this year we had like at the very beginning of the year, I knew I, I, we knew we were going to do this. I put like an interest form out on the, on the Facebook group and I said, hey, if you want to be recorded, fill this out. We had 42 people that like wanted to be recorded. So I, I had to like tell a lot of people no, which wasn't what I wanted. And I still feel like I did, we did, too many. Um, <clears throat> but I just, I wanted to, I was thinking the best way to grow something is not just recording yourself, but getting other people involved and um, letting them shine. And so that was the, The main purpose of this year was to let other people shine and so we took a lot of the mpo players um, we did a a couple ma1s um but we basically did a ton of tourney journeys is what the series was called where we followed one single person through a tournament and those were pretty good um we found out that we don't necessarily love doing those um we, it was something different because you've seen the normal tournament coverage where you follow a lead card and you have commentary and you do that. We didn't want to do that. But it, at the end of the day, I think that's going to end up where we end up, where we where we go. It
2: seems to be something that people prefer, yeah. <laughs> um, which totally makes it's, sense. It's
1: normal. It's, you know? it's
2: normal and it makes sense. And we obviously want to do what people like. Um so that kind of content, if that's if, if that's something that they prefer to watch, then absolutely, like, that's just something we had to learn along the way this year. So next year, you will be seeing more of that.
1: Yeah, because 2023 was really just trial and error. It was. We had I had five different series that I was playing around with. Um, so I had, like, these different series ideas. And so... The tourney journey was was unique because we mic someone up and we only recorded one single person. So you know, there's other people on the card, but we're only following one person. We found out some people just don't talk that much when they play, so it may have not been like the most exciting. Some people I had like I have not got to Keenan's yet, but he we're gonna have a uh, like a cuss word count oh, no. because it. I mean, it's the other side yeah. of it. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> So, And then I feel like they were just nervous, more nervous than they should have been because they were the only ones being recorded. And so when she records and they miss, she blames it every time on her. And she was just getting like, she's like, I yeah. feel bad um, every time they miss. And so we just don't want to do that to her. We don't want to do that to any player that's, that might be nervous. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to kind of backtrack from that and do more just lead card coverage at tournaments Um, but we did some other things like i did a beat the best which i found the best score in udisc at a course and tried to beat it um i did a duel where i it's called the disc and deals duel where i did 1v1 versus someone Um, we did um, a first look series where we go to a brand new course and we give everyone a a look at it and then we also did uh, a rate the great so going around to some of the best courses in kansas and like rating them and playing them and letting people see them so just really trying to highlight kansas in general um some of those were better than others and so really at the end of the day we realized for us it's more fun doing the fun stuff and not in a tournament setting where where people's um people just don't have as much fun if they're not playing well you know, if you're in a, in, in a casual setting and you don't play well, you're still having a good time. But when you pay money to play in a tournament and then you don't play your best, it's easy to like for us to be a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that anyone did that, but, it, I mean, it's easy to say, hey, it's because I was being recorded or, or whatever it may be. So we want to do more challenges, skins, matches. Those are really fun. And we had yeah. people come and watch, too. So there's like 30, 40 people watching uh, when we... We did two different skins matches this year, too. So lots of fun. So to next year. To next year. Next year, to be successful, to answer your question with the most elaborate answer in, in the history of answers. <laughs> um, to answer your question, we want to upgrade some of our equipment. Um, we're just using camera uh, phones. But honestly, we're probably just going to upgrade our phone because the new iPhone... You can do so much with it. And the biggest thing that we've noticed is the Zoom on a phone. It's not good, it's not right, great. when you when you are put posting content. But the Zoom is supposed to be really good on these new ones. So we're going to do that. We're going to get a drone. Um, we've had a lot of people in the community to say, hey, I'll do your drone footage for you and not ask for anything in return. Wow. Um, so it's been super cool. Yeah, so Joe Montiel... Um, A gentleman named Jeff West. Um, So a couple different people have done drone footage for us. And we've gimbled. We've walked the course, too, on some. But that's a big thing we want to do. We want to do more skins, more challenges. What else do we want to do?
2: Lead card coverage. We are going to do some more of that. And then, of course, yeah, the better devices, um, some catch cams. Lucas has actually done some...
1: Tripod. Tripod. I was like, I don't know I have how he want to you say. He has the tripod. <laughs> I have to just keep I can I can keep it uh, uh I can keep <laughs> it still. <laughs> so he has it just sitting there and then I'll be down
2: further um, you know, doing the catch can stuff. So that'll be kind of fun, I think.
1: And um, then at some point, if in twenty twenty four we become somehow become monetary, that would be very successful. Um but that's way honestly that's like a a, a pipe dream at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean I love it. I think there's a whole lot of good to come from that and I just to kind of try to hit on everything that you had mentioned there. The first part of that that I think is interesting is how you had said when folk would be recorded they might play differently or you know more nervous whatever it is. I feel like personally when I first started everything i kind of felt that a little bit and i mean now i've done it for so long like i would prefer i literally am asking to be recorded because i i all feel so bad for because it seems like i'm making fun of my friends on the social media it's like guys you just don't record me playing bad trust me if i could make fun of myself i would i there's just no videos of it to prove um so how has that kind of impacted you and your ability to play in tournaments. How many tournaments are you even looking to play in? And if you're recording yourself, do you find yourself playing differently in those events?
1: Um, so w- I played three tournaments this year. That's it. And uh, so it was really dedicated. And one of the two of them were like last minute, like I just want to play something. One of them I had planned. That was it. So, and that's the one we recorded. So we had one tournament that we recorded for me this year. And honestly, I'm like you at this point, um, <laughs> Quentin. I want to be recorded. Yeah. And as she mentioned, like, I I like the attention. I don't know. For me, it just, like, it gives me, like, another level of, like, um, I don't know. It gives me some weird confidence. I don't know how to explain it, but I love it. Um, and so I shot my first 1,000-rated round in that uh, tournament that's on camera. Awesome. On camera. If you yeah. want to see that, go check out the, the YouTube or the YouTube page. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, because we—I think I shot a thousand six rated, so um, it was it was a cool round. It was at Cessna, so but yeah, so I like it for myself personally. Um, but if I if we're talking about me playing in tournaments, shoot, I, I don't get an opportunity really. So
2: that that is probably another hard thing about this channel and and what we do is uh. We can't compete much anymore because we're recording. So (laughs) it's, you know, it's a decision uh, that we always have to make. And we we do want to try to put more energy into the channel.
0: So Understandable. Do you guys still try to get that outlet of playing without any pressure, without any cameras, without any content on your mind? Like you still, are you still able to get those rounds in? Or has everything just been content, content, content? Well,
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah she she actually complains about this she's oh. just like do we have to record everything um so yeah it gets to where it's just content 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 like yeah. we can't I'm, just go have fun sometimes.
2: i would say during spring summer we were doing okay during the week uh you know going out and playing casually after work or something on weekends not every weekend often. was booked yeah. For, yeah. for content very rare yeah. but yes we still try to get out and just casually play me him maybe a couple friends and that was nice <laughs> i did yeah. like that
1: so. Yeah. So is it is that the same way for you? Like, are you like, I mean, I, I look at your stuff and I, I know I didn't, I didn't want to make this an interview for you too, but I mean, you're in the same space yeah. I am. Right. So I think it's, I think this is worth asking about, but you do such a good job on like TikTok. Like I, we don't post as well on that, those type of platforms, yeah. but I swear you, I think you have one, a new one every single day. Like you, if someone's grinding, you are the one that's grinding. So Tell me, are you always content focused? Like, where's your mind at when you're...
0: So, that is such an onion to go through. Because, to be honest, I am very much feeling some burnout right now. I feel burnt out on almost every scape right now. Um, I have a big life change that's going to be happening that I will not put on air, but I will be telling you after this. Um, That is also kind of impacting my burnout, uh, I will also say having Horatio and Trenton both take another step back has also kind of like like burnt out has happened. But the one thing that I want to make sure what I do when I upload something is I don't want it to be just the same thing that I did the week prior. So that's where I think yeah. a little bit of that burnout comes from because it's like, okay, I can put a video up about rounding and what not to do. But then I don't want tomorrow's video to be the same thing because I'm not actually providing any value. And so that's something that I'm kind of struggling with mentally right now. Um, But yes, the grind is absolutely on. And I think that the most important thing for me has been growing on the TikTok, um, just because the organic growth you can get over there is so much larger than the other social media platforms right now. Um, For example, I... Really started doing it, I guess, more in March. And I'm almost at 7,000 followers over there, where I've been doing Instagram for three years and I'm at almost 9,000. So, like, uh, yeah, wow. th- there's a big difference when you do things on TikTok. And so, I feel bad for just taking my TikTok and putting it yeah. on Instagram, but I don't have time to make the same video again <laughs> for Instagram and then make it again for YouTube. I'm going to make the one, I'm going to put it everywhere. If you're going to see it, you're going to see it. Congratulations. <laughs> TikTok is where I'm focused on. Um, But I think for me mentally when I go, it's like I literally don't put my phone away because I don't know what I'm going to record. And I feel like when I don't record, that's when I miss something good and I can't ever get that moment back. Like I went with um, the folk that you see me uh, doing a lot of videos with on there. Um, And one of them, it was on hole 12, I think at Oak, Horatio's Hole. And – It's that tree that's literally directly in front of the pad to the right. That's like 10 feet away. And I wasn't recording. And he threw, he threw it through the gap that's this big, about a foot wide, in the tree. And I said, dude, you literally couldn't have done that if you tried to. If I gave you $100 and you gave you 100 tries, you couldn't have done that. And, of course, I put my phone away and I didn't get that on camera. So for me personally, I feel like when I'm out there, I'm trying to get as much video as I can because I also know we're about to get into that season where it's harder to get content. So the more that I have, the better, and I can kind of continue to play with. Um, I just wish I was better at telling them to record me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that that makes perfect sense. And <clears throat> and I had some, I would say, at the middle of the year, I had some burnout, like, just from yeah. editing. Because people don't know, people just don't know how, how much work that is. And it, I mean, it is... Especially, I mean, this isn't what I do full time, right? So, like, I'm working. Yeah, we both have full time jobs, so it's that's already a lot, you know. So I have all of this stuff on the back burner. That's why 20 videos are coming out in the winter because I actually have some time. And I've also noticed that, like during the summer, people don't watch. That is true, either. So, so like. I'm going to put some stuff out during the winter because people can't, don't play as much. They're sitting inside watching more content. So I'm hoping to, uh, to capitalize on that and hopefully get a little bit more views than normal.
0: Yeah. Days. I think that's really smart because it's true. And I've noticed the those trends as well during the summer, people are not tapping in. They are playing themselves. They are in tournaments. They've got things going on, more family activities, whatever it is, where in the winter, less of those things happen. Therefore, they have more time to lock in and actually watch your content, which I think is really smart that you've kind of had videos coming out throughout the year, but then it's like, okay, now that we're in winter, it's grind mode and more videos are going to be coming up. I think that's awesome. And it kind of leads me to the question of, For your game, I was going to ask, what does this offseason look like to improve it? But it's almost more now of a question of, for the channel, what has to happen this offseason to capture the momentum and springboard that exponential growth into Q1 of next year?
1: Yeah, um, that's a very good question. And I think really making sure that I'm consistent because I've got a schedule I just put out um, on my Facebook I'm going to have at least one video every week, um, until the end of the year. Right. So we have that. So we know, we know people are going to be tuned in and then I'm going to be doing more interest forms for different types of things and making sure that we have a schedule. Um, what I'm also trying to do is integrate myself more in the community as far as being a league participant. Mm -hmm. I don't really play any leagues or anything. Um, so I'm actually starting a league up. Um, so starting this Saturday, actually, mm-hmm. I'm doing my uh, first league. Um, it's a flights league with a bag tag because uh, no one really utilizes those air cap bag tags. So I'm focusing in on that right now, just to try to be a bigger part of the community. And I think if people understand that, hey, he's not just trying to sell content. He's actually a part of the community. I think that will also help um help everyone kind of, I don't know, um, take the plunge and and watch some of my videos. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I really like that. And so I guess let's talk a little bit more about the league for those Wichita listeners who maybe haven't seen any of the social media posts on that or upcoming. What, what is it? Where is it? When is it? How can people get involved?
1: Yeah. So it will start this Saturday, November 11th, Um, I don't know when this is going to air, so it may already be in the past. But November 11th at Millbrook Park every other Saturday. Um, And it's a flights league. And if you're not familiar with flights, flights is one of the most fair ways to score in disc golf. So if 30 people come, you'll have flights are essentially divisions. So you'll have the, the top 10 people. So you go play, and then the scores from the best score all the way down to the bottom score, those are sorted right? And your top 10, that's one division. Your next 10, that's another division. Um, And your bottom 10, that's another division. And that way, you don't have people, quote unquote, sandbagging, right? You don't have people putting themselves in divisions that they don't belong in. And it's really just performance based. So it's something I'm really excited about doing, because we don't really have anything like that here. And we're also utilizing the bag tags, which should make it even more fun and also help an air
0: cap out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. And anything we can do to stop this gosh darn sandbagging conversation. I, Oh, my goodness. We've yeah. all been called a sandbagger. Yeah. If you perform well in any event, yeah, you're called okay. a sandbagger. So that yeah. that's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> so I'm glad that I like the system that that you're doing to kind of help curb some of that. Um, and I think yeah. Millbrook's a yeah. great place to do it. That's one of the up-and-coming parks i really think give that give that course another five years and it, it'll be in competition with oak uh in, in my opinion of how good it's going to be um so then for your game wise what are you focusing on this off season to improve as a disc golfer
1: so something i don't do a lot of um in the off season is is i usually just play year round like i'm not a fair weather disc golfer i'm always playing um we'll be bundled up in the wintertime playing in snow just, that's just yeah what we've usually so done. for me personally i we're it's really we have the same goal yeah.
2: right yeah i think so
1: yeah so yeah it's just we get into the gym mm. i've been eating too much <laughs> i need to work and i'm getting older too and yeah. so i've actually been nursing a pulled abductor muscle so my groin for the last two and a half months, I haven't even been able wow. to play. It has been so annoying. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I'm treating my body right um, so that I can keep playing and, and not have these little injuries. Because the older you get, the longer these things take to heal. And it's not fun.
2: Yeah. And, and what do you do? Well, I just, I feel like we just need a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. Um, we, we eat out like every day and we've, it's So good. We, I mean, we, yeah, I, it's funny because, you know, early on in our relationship, we were very much like we would run together. We would do, we were just very active. We were, we were good. <laughs>
0: this is what happens in relationships. Um, you get caught That's fair. Knows.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. a, every, a <laughs> lot of people understand that. So, you know, I think this year we just decided like, okay, I think we just need to maybe pause a little bit on, on playing disc golf focus more on on the gym on on eating better on just yeah um overall healthier lifestyle so that's better that decisions is, yeah and it's nice because we're both yeah. doing it so we're motivating each other and you know it's we're, we're gonna see we'll see you how gotta it goes. join me on those
0: sprinting <laughs> rounds at Eastminster. that
1: oh, oh my man. god i <laughs> i Ooh. saw you that one time and i was just like i uh have you ran with Scott Ramser yet? No,
0: I ha- I saw him at Millbrook, um, but I w- we were switching at 9 and 16. So I was going to 17, and he was starting 9. And he, I think he kind of gave me the motivation for it because I saw him do it, and I was like, you know, that's not a bad idea. On days where I don't want to go to the gym, maybe I can just go do that. And, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a, do you know he does it? Uh, not to just make this all about Scott, but do you know that he does it before – tournaments really he'll run around before his tournament wow oh man
0: (laughs) i thought i was on crackhead energy but wow that is taking your warm-up to the next level and i appreciate that i know impressive yeah yeah the only downside is when i go out with one or two discs and then i lose one i'm like wow now i just have to run back i guess Cause I don't have anything left. Like, I think the first time I ran into you guys, I lost my putter on the elevated basket because I didn't stop yeah. long enough and just sent it into the great beyond. And then I just had like a 12 speed yeah. driver with me the rest of the time. And I said, okay, this is fine now, I guess. And, uh, yeah, no, it's good. I definitely think, and even if you're listening into this conversation, this is something I think everyone can take a piece away from. This off season, getting in the gym is so good for you. I kind of started back in January. I feel a lot better. Um, for our, For my work, we have to do a know your numbers thing, and they you track your height, weight, blood pressure, all this nonsense, and. I realized over a half year I'm down 20 pounds. I was like, wow, getting in the gym, playing disc golf really does kind of help with those things, and you just feel better while being out there. Yeah. So if you're in, you know, let's call it Alaska, or you're in the Great North, or you can't really go play or anything like that, I really think a, an amazing tip for everybody is get out to the gym. Even if you can't get out to the gym and you can just do push-ups and sit-ups on your floor, squats, whatever it is, even yeah. if you're not using weights, that is fantastic, and that really is going to help your game a lot when you get back to playing disc golf.
1: Yep, 100%. I agree. Yep, yep, absolutely. Hell
0: yeah, I love health.
1: Yeah, I'm actually gonna do I have a and I have another, I'm gonna do a video um, with two people running um, and do a, a scored round. And you, if um, you get a birdie, you get so many seconds uh-huh. off your time, and it's gonna be a whole yeah. thing, so it's gonna be really fun. I'm so, not, I'm, I'm not be, looking
2: forward to recording
0: that. That's fair, so it'll you might be need a drone Rand, for that. Scott
1: Rand, <laughs> Scott Ramser will be in that one. Yeah. Um, so that would be a, yeah. a good one. So I might have to get you in on the runner. Oh,
0: God. If I have to go up against that guy, <laughs> I really got to get in the jam because I will get destroyed. He's already better at disc golf than I am, <laughs> yes. and I know he's quicker than I am. So that is not going to work for me. That's awesome. Yeah, I really think those kinds of fun ways yeah. also just help make the channel more alive, help you have more fun because I think that is – arguably the most important part and you kind of said it earlier if you're if and this goes to anyone out there listening if you're getting into any kind of content creation for the purpose of making money it's probably not going to happen it is such an outlier teeny tiny percentage that people are fortunate enough that that happens to them let alone they're able to quit their job and do that full time so you really have to love it and you have to nurture it and and I do think there's some degree of it where if you treat it like a business, then like, sure, it'll start to become a business and it's all about your mindset and your mindset sounds absolutely fantastic with it. Um, so again, I know we s- plugged at the beginning, but where can people um, connect with your social media, find your YouTube, all those kinds of things.
1: YouTube.com slash at disc and deals. And then all of our social is at disc and dot deals.
0: Gotcha. There you go. That's awesome.
1: Yep. And yeah, but I think you make a very, very good point there, Quentin. And I I know we've we've harped on this, but expectations going into this are very, very important. Like knowing ahead of time that, hey, this is going to be a grind and it's not a get rich quick type of thing. Like you're going to have to, to hustle and bustle. I mean, I started the year. What do we have? 99 followers? Yeah, it was, subscribers. Let, it was less than 100. We're at sure. like 500 now, or close to 500. I mean, and that's putting out content so much. Yeah. and it, I mean, it just takes time. Well, it, um, it, it's
2: a commitment. You have to understand it is a big commitment. Yeah. But it's also fun. If you make it fun, like... It's, it's not as hard as... as
1: it and get someone to do it with. It makes it so much more fun Yeah, I, I agree with that. That yeah. is very
0: fair. Having, <laughs> yeah. having someone to do it with <laughs> does really make it much more fun and entertaining um, for the both yeah. of you. And it's kind of that common goal to kind of work for, talk to, talk about all those different kinds of things. And so if you were looking back on what you've created so far, what would you say is something that you would have done differently if you could start over tomorrow?
2: Mm. That is interesting. I I think for me, um, it's a lot about the videography. So I've had to learn a lot about following discs, um, the different angles, uh, being more conscientious of like, staying out of the line of sight. Um, So now I at least for me, I feel like those videos are now a lot cleaner. Um, I I don't That's that was a big learning curve this year. So if I could go back in time and tell myself at the beginning of this season, like you should be doing this and this and this, I just think it would have been a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would have looked a lot better in a lot of the videos. Yeah. So.
1: And I think honestly, there's two things for me. Number one, if we didn't do as many individual tourney journeys and we would have done lead card coverage of those tournaments, we would have 100. Uh, we hundred percent. We'd have more followers. Yeah, um, Those don't do as well. As I wanted them to, um, but you know you have to you have to swing and, and miss sometimes. Um, but some of those did better than others. Like it was really fun to record Heston College And oh, they that was were fun. competing for a spot to go to nationals, and they made it in. Uh, spoiler alert: if you go watch the video, but it was just really exciting <laughs> yeah. um, to be a part of that. And for me personally, like I, I, I go, I look back at like you know when I was in college and like. Of course, I didn't play disc golf or anything, but if I would have had something that I know is going to live on the Internet that I can go back in and watch that later in life, maybe even show a kid or something, I think that's really cool. Right. <laughs> so that was yeah. a really cool moment for those guys. And we got to be there as part of it. So it's it's little things like that 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 really make it exciting. Um, but another thing that I would change is. My editing, and you can see from the very first video I had this year to my last video, how how much I've improved with my editing. Um, and so that's another thing is there's some stuff I'm just like, Ugh. Um, you know, you look <laughs> back at you are like, OK, that wasn't that wasn't that good. Um, but it just keeps getting better. And, um, you know, the more you do something, of course, the better you get at it. Yeah, so- I, I actually can't wait to
2: see. How we're looking a year from now i think it's going to be even more improved so it's it's exciting to see that you know the future holds a lot more improvements on our end yeah
1: and you can tell that we only care about our specific jobs i'm like my editing sucks (laughs) she's like my angles suck you know
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm like you're doing fine i
1: just gotta work on my angles (laughs) yeah so yeah i mean we both are are very like i mean it's important to us um, that we do it well and it's um And have fun doing it still. But knowing that we can still grow and not thinking that we're, you know, amazing at it so far. Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) And I mean, I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head and it is same thing with your disc golf game, right? If you're not able to look back a year from now and be like, wow, what was I doing? That was so bad. then you're not growing, you're not getting better or any of those things. So I think that's absolutely fantastic here. So I'll get you guys out of here on this last question. What do you think is the biggest challenge or, or maybe setback or roadblock that you guys are going to face in 2024? And how do you think you'll get around it? Mm
1: -hmm. That is a good question. Yeah. I would say, I think it's always going to be anytime you're doing something all the time, I think burnout is always a thing. So I think it's always going to be something that comes up um, because, you know, it does take away from other things. Like um, so other family stuff, like usually um, on the weekends, a lot of times like I would go watch my nieces like play basketball or volleyball or whatever. And I haven't got to do that as much this year. So it's kind of a balancing act for that. Um, So getting the burnout Um, Well, and we
2: don't want the channel to take away from those moments from family time, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's a bit of a balance we're going to have to figure out, I think so.
1: Yeah. And I honestly that the biggest hurdle is just um, is just ourselves and um, knowing our limits, not not doing as much as we did last year, but doing enough that it's going to keep the, the the dedicated watchers. Um happy. Engaged, yeah. yeah like engaged. we wanna
2: we wanna continue to keep people engaged and and try to bring out content as often as possible without the yeah.
0: burnout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Awesome, yeah.
1: Yeah, how are you fight how are you fighting through this burnout?
0: Um it really has kind of gone and it's like a roller coaster ride. And I feel like when I get really good stuff, I'm like 100 percent in for like a month, and then it's like, okay, I covered all the topics there <laughs> yeah. are And I don't want to redo what I just did last week. And then it's like, okay, what do I do now? So I think for me, the biggest thing that's kind of helped me with that burnout is really thinking of different ways I can engage. And also collaboration, I think has been pretty big. Um, I mean, just like this, this is the most fun I've probably had doing a podcast in a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, collaborating and and not just sticking to your own world, I think really helps because when you can bring in other minds, Mm -hmm. um, it just kind of gives you some energy. I I feel like, I feel like this year I've tried to get a lot better about manifestation and that like when you can, if you manifest and like you just think a great way that I'm trying to say is if you say you're going to miss a putt, you're going to miss the pot. If you say you're going to make the putt, you're going to make yep. the putt. If you say you're burnt out, you're burnt out. If you say, I'm going to fight through this and I'm going to find a way and, and I, I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to do a calendar this week. If you make those tiny baby steps, then that helps. But then also finding... Um, Time to be like, okay, no, I need to put it away. I need to stop. Um, and so, like, an example for me is I played on Saturday, recorded probably half the round. And, you know, it's like, okay, I've just recorded the last couple holes. I don't really feel like I'm going to get this one. And then the next day when I went and played with Horatio, I maybe got like three shots because I was like, ah, I'm not really here to record. I'm really, we're just here to hang out and play. And so, I need to have this mental reset in order to uh, keep moving forward, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I, I think you, you, you mentioned something there like for any content creator or someone that wants to get a schedule is yeah. so important. Um, keep a schedule. Like, honestly, I put out little things like on my Facebook, um, for the, for the channel that's just like, Hey, this is what I have coming out. Some of those I don't have done. It's just really an accountability thing for me to make sure I get them done. Because I don't want to miss my own deadline. And so little things like that can really um, put you in the right frame of mind to, to to kick you in the butt sometimes too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that having a schedule, holding yourselves accountable, and it also seems like you guys kind of hold each other accountable, which I think is really good. And so then like, okay, you know, and kind of just like with marriage, right? If you're only able to give 20% today and the other one's able to give 80%, well then that's great, you're still getting your 100%. And so it's the same thing with content creation of you have that extra energy to draw off of somebody else then it allows the team to not be burnt out, which overall just produces a better product.
1: Yep, 100%. I agree,
2: yeah. It really helps that we're in it together because yeah. we're kind of used to this working as a team, so it, it came yeah. naturally to us.
1: And, and I think another important piece is lean into whoever you got so you know i have her but lean into that disc golf community too yeah like you would not believe how many people reach out and like hey i got this idea for a video and like they give me ideas and i've used some of them and um it's just so many people are just willing to uh to help if you if you're not afraid to lean into them yeah
0: absolutely love it hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode I know I enjoyed this episode and I've enjoyed getting able to talk to you guys learn more about the raw honest truth of being a disc golf content creator and hopefully if you were out there and you were thinking about becoming a disc golf content creator hopefully this sways you one way or the other maybe you decided you know what this is not for me (laughs) and you're not wasting your time or maybe you decided hey this is for me this is something I want to do I want to take on the challenge and hopefully you do if you have any questions you can feel free to DM me at Chanclink Disc golf on tiktok and instagram i would hope that they could dm you guys if they have any questions Bring awesome it fantastic absolutely one more time before we get out of here where can people <laughs> continue to uh follow your youtube channel connect with you on social media x y and z
1: youtube.com slash at diskin deals make sure you subscribe and if you're not subscribed please hit that subscribe button but also follow quentin and the Shane Clankers, if you're not already, because he's grinding just as hard as anyone else out here. And then, of course, Instagram, TikTok, at Diskin.Deals. Amazing. Hope. Thanks so much for having yeah, us on. Yeah, right I'm now. glad that
0: you guys were able to join us. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this. If you did, I don't know if this will make YouTube. It'll definitely be on Spotify. So if you're listening on Spotify, hit that thumbs-up button, leave a rating and review, and we will see you guys next week.